Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's hard-hitting Axis Arrows. Learn more about Easton's cutting-edge and fuse carbon arrow technology today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, Editor Christian Byrne. All right, welcome back to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting, and as always, we're thrilled that you've taken some time out of your day to be with us. Today, uh, we've got a little bit of an unusual episode. We're going to talk a little deer hunting, a little turkey hunting. I've got a guy from the Mossy Oak Pro Staff uh, on the line, but I guess you'd probably say that being on the Mossy Oak Pro Staff isn't necessarily this gentleman's claim to fame. Our guest today is a gentleman by the name of Gary Lavox, and he also, in addition to his Mossy Oak duties, does a little bit of singing in a country band by the name of Rascal Flats that has sold, oh, 21 million million albums or so and uh, seems to be doing pretty well for itself. Gary, thanks for being on Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. Oh, thanks for having me, Chris. I appreciate it. You know, one of the neat things about my job, uh, you know, running a bowhunting magazine is you just never know what the day is going to bring. Some days you come into the office and you might get an invitation on a neat hunt or, you know, like a new toy shows up in the office, somebody sends you a bow or some new arrows or something. And I kind of got an out-of-the-blue contact from your publicist saying, Gary's really into bow hunting, and he'd be interested in talking to you about how much he loves the outdoors and shooting his bow. And I was like, man, you just never know. That's just neat. And uh, so here we are talking. And uh, tell me about it, man. How did you get into bow hunting? Have you been a hunter for a long time? What's the deal? Yeah, you know what? I've been a... I've been a a bow hunter for, gosh, let's see, probably 32 years, I guess. And, uh, I, you know, I started off when I was really young. I was about eight or nine years old, and my uh, stepdad had built a, uh, like, an eighth grade. He had made a recurve for, uh, like, a project in school. I started shooting that thing, and it just it, it changed my entire life. <laughs> I, I, I just couldn't put it down. Mm. And uh, you know, and it was it was something that I could do by myself. You know, at that age, you know, you always want to do something with friends, and but I could just go outside and, and shoot a hay bale with a with a paper plate for hours on end. And uh, you know, then I gradually stepped up to a you know, finally went to a compound, and um, you know, I, I've shot Matthews bows for ever, and. Uh, and this year I started shooting the, uh, oh, I still shoot the, the Matthews and I was shooting at the new PSE, the Evo. And I mean, it's just, it, it, it's absolutely the, the, the greatest thing that I do. I actually sing so I can afford all my archery stuff. <laughs> and, well, uh, I, you know, I, I think you have enough to afford probably a couple other things besides a new bow and some broadheads. Well, well you know what I did though, Christian, when we were building, when my wife and I were building our home, we built our home around, I have an indoor archery range in there. So that was the first thing on our plans when we were talking to the architect. He was going, okay, now what do you want to do? Now, how far, so, so how yeah. far can you shoot in there? Uh, we can shoot about 35 yards. Okay. And is that in your basement or? Yeah, it's down in the basement. It's all 3D and, and uh, you know, so, and I've, you know, of course, passed on the, uh, my both of my girls once, uh, Brooklyn's seven and Brittany's eleven, and both of them shoot. And but it's just you know it's great. We can do it as a family. We go down there and shoot that screen for hours on end. And 
it's a it's a blast. So, yeah, my entire home was built around an indoor archery range, so I got a pretty a pretty accepting life of what I of what I do. Yeah, that's great. And uh, and actually, your your publicist was saying too. You actually have. Uh... I guess a farm down there somewhere outside Nashville uh, called Fast Cars and Freedom Farm or something, and you do a lot of hunting down there. Yeah, you know, we, we, we've been managing. I've got a couple thousand acres down there, and we, you know, heavily managed it, um, you know, for the last five years. And, and uh, you know, the, the deer population, and, the, and, you know, I'm probably at a, at a two-to-one ratio now on deer and you know, the turkeys, you know, Tennessee's known for its turkey hunting, but it's, you know, the farm's really taken off, and my brother Kevin is my ranch manager, and, um, you know, they just, they're just tearing up the biologic, and so everything is, is going great. You know, I've actually had, you know, Toxie Hayes, the president of Mossy Oak, Chris Paradise with Mossy Oak, they, and Mark Drury, they all came out and hunted last year, had a great time, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, that's, that's what I do and who I am as a as a person, you know. Is, is a, I'm just such an outdoorsman. I, I I love it and couldn't imagine life without it. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, it's funny. I was talking to a couple of the people here at the office. I had mentioned that uh, we were going to be talking today. And uh, I said to those folks, I said, honestly, you know, um, if you look at the whole realm of country artists and there's some of the guys, you know, that more in the plaid shirts and the cowboy hats and maybe even sing about hunting a little bit. You guys don't necessarily have any, you know, camouflage songs. And I said, I would have thought you were kind of like a pretty boy, man. I'm like, he puts a lot of gel in his hair and he's got that bleach blonde hair. You wouldn't have been the guy that I picked out as the hunter. <laughs> well, see, hunters can still be pretty boys. You know, that's, <laughs> there's, uh, you know, it's, I wish I could write every song about, about camouflage, but it seems like Paisley seems to beat me to it every time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you, you picked right up on that reference, but yeah, no doubt. And, uh, it's just, it's just, you never know, you know, it's just neat though. And, uh, tell me a you little bit. Because it's, a, it's because it's, it's a lifestyle, you know, it's, it's mm. not just a look, it's a, it's a lifestyle. And, um, you know, what's funny is, is, is like when Brad, Brad and I were, Paisley were talking about when he came out with camouflage, cause he's not even really a hunter. He's, he's a fisherman, you know? Okay. So, you know, Brad and I were talking about that. I said, man, how are you going to take, how are you going to put camouflage out? How are you going to say something about mossy oak and all that when you don't even hunt? He was like, well, oh, boy, I said, okay, that's it. I'm coming out with something about spinnerbaits or, or I think we need we Rascal Flats needs some kind of a bow hunting song. You know, bow hunting doesn't really have an anthem, so maybe you can do that for us. Yeah, I, absolutely. I'll work on it. I got to give you a hard time about one one other thing before I ask you some more serious questions, though. I, I have Sirius XM, and I usually listen to the uh, the Prime Country, you know, on my way into work in the morning. And they were talking about your new album that's coming out this morning. But they said, you guys are also working on a line of clothing and fragrances. And I was like, wait a second here, dude. If you're going to be a serious bow hunter, you cannot have your own fragrance line unless that's like estrus doe urine. Yeah, I'm, try I'm trying to just, no one knows. But yeah, I I'm trying to come out with my with Rascal Flatts cover set. Seriously? Flat out that a flat out fit three or something. <laughs> yeah, I would probably do pretty well. You can put your put your pretty boy face on there, and it'll sell like hotcakes at the Cabela's and Bass Pro. 
Absolutely, man. We'll, we'll stock the shelves. Hey, uh, how did you guys get hooked up with Mossy Oak? How did that relationship come about, and, and how long have you been on the pro staff with those guys? You know, I've, uh, I, I was actually with, uh, you know, I've been on the pro staff with, uh, with Realtree for the last, gosh, probably 10 years. And, Uh-oh, you jumped um, ship. Yeah, I did. I did, <laughs> uh, I, I, I jumped ship. I sure, yeah, I sure did, you know. And I had a great time over there with, with Realtree and stuff. And, uh, you know, I just, it was just a, a time where it was a season of change. And, um, you know, it, Toxie and I became really good friends and um and, and then i've met chris paradise and and you know chris is like one of my brothers and uh you know that they, they just everybody at mossy yoke they truly get what it's about you know what the whole lifestyle is about it's about you know it's not just about the hunt you know it's about all the land management and you know the sanctuaries and food plot placement and giving the deer what they need when they need it and you know the all of the wonderful things that mossy oak does with all the trees they're all their you know their their oaks and um you know replanting you know the replanting of pines and you know uh it's just you know they they just they really get what i love and that's that's managing my land you know and being a gamekeeper you know of, of the game so it's uh yeah, they're just they're wonderful people. So it's a family, and I love their candle patterns. And, and uh, it was funny because uh, Chris and I we we had a show last night in Jacksonville, Florida. So we played a little golf yesterday, and then uh, we went and we we quail hunted all afternoon. So <laughs> it's a lot, a lot of fun. Do you uh, do you travel around with some archery equipment on the road and set up some targets uh, outside the bus? Yeah, I, I never leave home without my bow and my. My block target stays on my bus, and uh, and uh, yeah, we shoot all the time. Hey, uh, a couple, you know, bow hunting sort of questions that I have for you. Obviously, being in the entertainment business, you get a chance to be, you know, out in front of thousands and tens of thousands of people on a regular basis, and then you step out of that arena and climb up into one of your tree stands at the farm, and it's just you and, and Mother Nature. Do you ever, you know, kind of sit there and think about, you know, the, sort of the, the big difference, you know, night and day kind of difference between the two worlds that you're moving between there? Yeah, you know, I, I do. It's, uh, you know, and, I, and I'm, I, I'm so thankful. You know, God, God blessed me so abundantly that, you know, I just, uh, you know, thank you. Saying thank you just isn't enough. I mean, I really uh, I have a, a, a blessed life. You know, I get to do what I love and and use the gifts that I feel like God's given me. You know, to to to, to sing and touch people's lives through music and and. Uh, you know, and then when I get to the outdoors, it's all for me. You know, I spend more time with with, with the Lord up there in the tree stand than I, I do anything, you know. But just to, to watch the world wake up on your own dirt, it, there's just no other better feeling in the world. It, it's just, uh, it's it's just, it's my greatest feeling of accomplishment, I guess you can say. And, uh, you know, to leave all the hustle and bustle of, you know, when you're on stage, you know, you're, you're trying to sing to the last person in the last row, all the way in the back of the arena or the stadium. And, you know, when I'm bow hunting, when I'm in a tree stand, it's just me and, and, and the Lord. So it's, 
it's uh you know and i do i get time to reflect and um you know i, I totally flip the switch because I, I i just i live to bow hunt i mm-hmm. starve for it like this time of year it, it it kills me it kills me because you know deer season's over with you're in between deer season turkey season still got you know a month away and it's just it's such a wall. So, so would, you know, you, would, would you say, uh, let me phrase it this way. You guys have, you know, 13 number one singles, okay, as a band. You've got dozens and dozens of major industry awards. If I came to you and said, now I'm going to give you a choice, uh, you can have another 10 number one singles or like a new world record buck. What are you going to pick? Yeah, off the hands down, world record. Easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. I want to shoot it to, you know, uh, I'll take a 295 over over 10, 10 number ones any day. Wow. That's that's saying something, man, because I'm sure you're passionate about the music, too, you know. You, you, don't, you know, I am. I am. And, and But, the, you know, the thing is, that the difference is, is that, you know, musically, you know, we, 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 we write and record and put out and once it leaves the, our hands and goes to radio and everything else well our music is in the hands of, of the, all the program directors of cumulus and xm and all the radio stations that play it and then it goes to the fans and you know and you have to hope that they like it well if you put a world record out there if if, if i close the deal on that I, that's the only, i had control of that you know once i put the music out and we send it out and uh you know rascal flats is on the radio well, it's kind of out of my hands at that point. So, but if I can sneak into the bedroom of a world record whitetail and everything works out perfect and the wind is right and and uh, you know I get drawn without getting busted and the whole thing, you know, and that's I'll take that feeling over uh, over ten number ones any day. You mentioned Matthews bows and, and this new PSE that you're shooting. What about some of the other equipment that you use when you go bow hunting? Why don't you give me like a your top five list of you know five things that you always have when you head out to the stand or the blind and just things that you really rely on out there? Yeah, you know I've I've, always, I've had the same release. I, I shoot the same. I've had the same Scott release for about. Because uh, Strickland and I were talking about it. In uh, Alabama, we were we were deer hunting and hog hunting uh, last month, and um, he had had the same release for, gosh, what do you say, twenty five years or something like that, and he just lost it. Mm. And so you know how it is when you when you have something that it's a must. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that you have to have. So, but I've had the same Scott release for about eighteen years, mm. and. Um, so I have to have that, and I I, I love Copper John sights. Um, gotta have that, and I just started shooting. Yeah, you know, I love Rage Broadheads, mm-hmm. but I just started shooting that new Grim Reaper Whitetail series, and that thing is unbelievable. I love Rage, and I, I still shoot Rage, but I Cus Strickland gave me a Grim Reaper the Whitetail series, and I I, I I've never seen. Uh, trauma like that. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. So, uh, but I, you know, I'll be, I'll have some Grim Reapers on the, the end of my, the, at the end of my arrows, and um, 
It's a good messenger you know, of death, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if, you, if you don't make contact, yeah. And uh, even if it's a, you know, it's kind of like rage. Even if it's not a, a perfect hit, you know, uh, if it scrapes a leg, it's gonna bleed. It's gonna bleed out. So. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, obviously, you get a chance to do a fair amount of, of deer and turkey hunting, and and you know, throughout your own property and. You know, those are probably the two biggies here, you know, throughout the country. Uh, what other kind of hunts uh, are you into? And I'm kind of curious, what's a bucket list hunt for, for Gary Lavox? You know, maybe a hunt or two that are really dream hunts for you. You haven't had a chance to do yet, but you're really fixing to do it. Yeah, you know, I'd, probably, I'd, love, to, I'd love to shoot an elk with my bow. I've, I've been I went a couple times uh, years ago. Um, but it was, you know, my, my schedule and with touring and, you know, TV appearances and the whole thing, you know, it kind of, I've just kind of ran out of time, uh, and haven't got to, but I'd love to shoot a big elk. You know, I killed a couple of caribou with my bow, uh, when I was with Realtree and, um, yeah, so I, I would love to shoot an elk and, uh, I'd love to shoot a stag too. A red stag, like over yep. in, over in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. I wish New Zealand was closer because I'd have probably already done that. Well, you guys, you guys never do any shows in New Zealand. No, but we're gonna have to talk to our booking agency. We can't get something planned over there. Yeah, speaking of booking agencies, that uh, how do you work everything around the season? Do you have like a strict no no concerts during the rut policy for Rascal Flats? Yeah, we do, you know, and, and I got, you know, Jay and Joe Don have been, been so great because they, they know that that's, you know, they, I think the first two years when we were really hitting the road hard and trying to build a foundation for, for Rascal Flats and being gone a lot and, and, you know, with our relationship with radio and everything, um, they saw how miserable I was, and I guess I made life pretty miserable for them, but they're like, okay, all right, we're not going to work. So we usually this. Well, I can tell you this. The last leg of this tour that we're on right now, this is the fallout tour, it ends next weekend. Um, so I'm usually off all of turkey season. You know, we're either cutting albums or something, so I'm home uh, during turkey season. And then um, the tour usually ends at the end of September, right at the beginning of both seasons. So, you know, we do some one-off things here and there uh, throughout the year. So at the end of the year, it's usually there's a lot of award shows that you got to go do and and that kind of stuff. If and you're, uh, if you're lucky, there are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. You're, if you're yeah. doing a good job, yeah. Yeah, so, but that's, other than that, you know, I'm, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's deer 30 for me all the time. Mm. Well, that's great, man. Uh, I suppose that, uh, I suppose that we would be remiss, and I'd be in big trouble with uh, with your publicist Jesse Schmidt if we didn't spend at least a little time talking about your new single and your new album. You guys are releasing a, a new album on April third, and uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about that? And I believe it's called Changed, and I believe yeah, I believe your first single. I've been hearing it here on the Sirius XM the last couple of weeks called Banjo. So tell me a little bit about the new album. Tell me about this single and, and what can uh, we fans expect from the new the new uh, record. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, April 3rd, uh, Changed comes out. And uh, Neil Thrasher, who's also uh, on Mossy Pro Staffer, uh, Neil Thrasher and I have 
and Wendell Mobley, we, we wrote this, the title cut of the album called Changed. And uh, we were actually sitting at my farm um, writing writing the song Changed. And Wendell said, hey, Neil, I got that demo back of the song uh, that we wrote last month or something. And he played it for Neil. And I was like, what is that? And it was banjo. And I said, I, I mean, that, that pretty much that was how I feel when I'm, leaving the city kind of like what we talked about earlier you know when when you're leaving the you know the thousands of people and the, and the, the fans and you know traveling and all that stuff you know that's banjo was that for me it was like yeah this is what i feel like when i'm going to the to the farm to my dirt mm-hmm. this is it this is what it's about you know it's about you know you gotta go deep way on back across a few creeks and a couple little shacks you gotta get lost way on out crickets and frogs yeah you're getting close now you know just keep going and going until you hear a banjo that's where you know okay now i'm home you know mm-hmm. so that pretty much told my story so i i, I we cut it and, and banjo's doing great and uh everybody at country radios is uh really jumped on board and, and the fans really like it and so very blessed with that but i think overall this this album we're so excited about it. you know this is our sophomore album on big machine records and um, it's, I think it's the, the group the maybe the greatest body of work that we've, we've done and, you know, and probably 11, 12 years. The song lyrically, melodically, it's really, it's really good. It's fun. You know, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of great ballads on there and, and, um, you know, the song changed is it really, it's really special to me. And like I was saying, Neil Thrasher. Uh, who also is a Moscow pro staffer. Uh, you know, we wrote songs together like Fast Cars and Freedom, I Melt, Things That Matter. We've written a lot of songs together through the years, but this song, uh, it's just, it's really special. He was telling me a story about, he was on vacation, and uh, his oldest daughter, who, who turned 17 years old today, um, they went on vacation last year, and she said, Dad, I want to get baptized. And so he said, uh, okay. And so he tried to find a pastor somewhere, wherever they were at. And he was standing on the on the beach, him and his wife <clears throat> and his youngest daughter. And the minister took his 16-year-old out there in the ocean. So he couldn't see, and they couldn't hear what the minister was saying, whatever. But he, you know, took her down in the water and brought her back up. And she just raised her hand. So he had that idea. He said, this is what I've got so far. I came up out of the water, raised my hands up to the Father, gave it all to Him that day, felt a new and kissed my face. And that's where it all started. And then uh, changed, which you guys will be able to hear April 3rd when it comes out. But it's uh, it's really special because it had so much meaning for Him. And <clears throat> and uh, and I think it kind of clarifies everything that we've been through in our career. You know, we just switched management last year. Um you know, our, our old record label, uh, which is Lyric Street Records on Disney, you know, that closed down after 10 years. So everything in our career changed. And uh, and in our personal life, you know, Jay's, you know, Jay's had a baby in the last two years. And him and his wife, Allison, are pregnant again. Joe Don's a father again. So it kind of clarified where we were at in our life, I think. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing it and uh, all the rest of the songs on the album, and 
I know that you guys will be uh, giving people throughout the country a chance to hear it live and up close and in person because you've got a, a big summer tour on tap, right? Yeah, we do. Uh, it's going to be called the American Band Tour. And we're taking uh, all bands with us. So we're taking Little Big Town, um, Eli Young Band, and Eden Zed with us. So uh, it's going to be just, it's going to be four bands up there every night in your face. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a blast. So hopefully you can come out and check out a show. Yeah, I was looking at your schedule and... Uh... <clears throat> Yeah, you guys have a Philadelphia date in August, so maybe I can get over there and, and uh, see how you guys are making out. And uh, I'll tell you, by that time, you're probably going to have been at it a few months, and you're going to be about ready to uh, get back into a tree stand before too long. Yeah, I know. We'll have some turkey turkey stories to, to swap with by that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully some good ones, you know. And, uh, I know. I'll tell you what, man, it's just... Uh, it's just neat being a part of the bow hunting fraternity, if you will, because it really mm-hmm. is, uh, it's a sport that just brings everybody together and on the same level. And it doesn't matter if you're a, you're a big celebrity, uh, country music star or some guy like me who sits behind a keyboard or some, you know, politician or whatever. I mean, everybody just kind of rallies around you know, the passion that we have for this game and getting close to animals. And like you said, just uh, living that whole outdoor lifestyle of trying to maintain our connection with nature and the land. And it's so hard to do that in the high-tech world that we live in. So I really appreciate you taking some time to share your passion for bow hunting with with myself and with all of our listeners. And, uh, yeah, hopefully – we'll get a chance to, to do it again sometime, and uh, maybe I'll even bump into you in a hunting camp somewhere. I hope so. I hope so. And I hope we can make it out to that show in Philly. And, uh, you know, what, what you were saying about it is, it really is a, it's a, it's a brotherhood, you know. And, um, you know, I think when you talk to another bow hunter, you know, it, it's, it's like musicians, you know, out here. We may not know some of these, some of the, you know, we'll see people, you know, that are in the music business that are newer acts that might have one single out or something. You go, Hey man, what's happening? You know, good to see you. Uh, but you never met before, but you have that instant thing because you guys, we do the same thing professionally. And it's the same thing with bow hunters. You, you know, you talk to a bow hunter and you're like, he's like, Oh, you know, you see somebody on a plane, you know, reading a Peterson's bow hunt magazine, you know, and, and you go, yeah, well, you, you automatically start talking, you know, it's already a, a uh you know yeah a, a common ground you know and it's a it's a respect level and you know chris i don't know about you but i think bow hunters are uh you know i think they're the coolest people in the world don't you <laughs> yeah they're up there man they're up there you just said something too that got my wheels turning i was like i was like man after after we wrap this up i got to get back with your assistant i need to get your address and make sure you're getting peterson's bow hunting so you can take it on the planes and people can see you reading peterson's bow hunting magazine man i can't buy that advertising <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely man i'll uh, i'll give you the address and uh yeah, because, you know, I always have to buy it. I always have to buy it, like, in the airports and stuff. So, uh, yeah, that'd be it's great. Not, it's not you, easy to find you, there because they're always selling Field and Stream and Outdoor Life, and I want to go in there and burn them all. So, 
Yeah, good, we, we gotta we gotta get Peterson's bow hunting to you so that so that we can see that on the bus, you know. That's right. That's Absolutely. right. I'll send, and I'll send you pictures of it. Well, good. Well, hang the line here for a second. Let's wrap it up. But hang hang the line, and I'll get your information. Uh, again, I just want to thank you, man. It's been a great show, and I'm sure the listeners are gonna uh, really enjoy uh, hearing about your passion for the outdoors. Yeah. Well, just uh, I appreciate you having me on, and um, you know, everybody go go buy some arrows and go shoot, and then uh, April third, go buy the new Rascal Flats album, Change. <laughs> there you have it. Support support his bow hunting addiction. Please. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bow Hunting Radio, presented by Easton's Hard Hitting Access Arrows. For more information, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bow Hunting Magazine on newsstands now. <laughs>